Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Welcome back on the block. Eastrick and Austin Orman here. It is the aftermath. The conversation of the day has been Husker football coming up short 13 to 10 last night in Minnesota against the Gophers and joining us on the, uh, uh the Hello Lincoln Allo VIP. VIP oh, I'm sorry. The Allo, the Allo VIP line. Moa, thank you. That's why you're a good partner. The Allo VIP line is Cluster Johnson two-time national champion who also had his eyes on the game last night. Cluster Johnson, what is your – well, first of all, thanks for joining us on the block today, man. What was your initial thoughts on what you saw? And then we'll dig into the weeds and the details as we uh, move on through these, this segment. First of all, it was an absolute pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure for you guys to have me on. You could have anybody in the world on, and you chose to have me. So I appreciate that, number one. No doubt. Um, listen, I know that there are a lot of people out there disappointed and a lot of people want to say same old song, but I'm here to tell you, I had a, I had a totally different feeling when I was watching that game last night. It did not feel like the past. And, uh, I really feel like, uh, we're on track to be where we uh, are going now. Here's the encouraging thing for me, Strick. I thought Minnesota might, you know, I just thought they were the stronger team, nine and four quarterback back. I thought that the game might not have been that close, but I'm gonna tell you what. Everybody saw Nebraska had a chance to win that game and probably should have won that game. But when we did the breakdown of their schedule, I had Nebraska losing their first two, so. Right now, I mean, we're, we're it's going where I thought. I wanted to see that team be very competitive with opportunity to win, and they did. That's exactly what I expected to see. Yeah, I would agree with you. I actually had them losing this game as well. I, I, I said they would lose, and I felt that they would lose closely, and they absolutely did. Now, let's be honest about it. I also said that I hope I'm wrong, and I thought I was wrong, and I was going to celebrate and and talk about how wrong I was today. But uh, I did feel that they would probably come up a little bit short, and I, I thought that they would win this next one. Now, we're going to see. But, Kles, what are you? what is your initial thoughts on Jeff Sims? You being a former quarterback who was my quarterback in high school, uh, you had your chance to put your eyes on him and to see – just the progression throughout the game and what is your initial thoughts on this particular game and what what you see uh, for the Huskers going forward as Jeff Sims at the helm okay uh let me talk about the pros uh what I saw out of Jeff Sims very physical great runner obviously I think that was pretty obvious 
he seemed to be able to, you know, take a beating. You know, he was sacked a few times, got right back up, but he ran very hard. Where I would like to see some improvement, obviously, is awareness. QB awareness. When you look at the mm-hmm. great quarterbacks who have a very high completion percentage and a very low INT rate, they just have a great awareness for when to throw the ball, when not to throw the ball, like when you know when to eat it, when to throw it. Uh, know the coverages very well. They can anticipate where defenders might be going. And I just really feel like uh, watching him last night, he has very low QB awareness. Uh, If there was a rating on that, I I just felt like he really needs a lot of improvement on that. Like, if you're on the one-inch line, and (laughs) that's just not a place where you throw interceptions. Like, Like, you just... That is the very worst-case scenario is to throw that ball. I don't even – I mean, you have to be 100% certain and sure that that man is wide open and there's no possibilities around him, and that that wasn't the case. Uh, I think we all saw that. Um, the, the very last one, again, you know, when he threw that ball, it, when he threw that ball, it, it was very – it was just—it was very crowded, and he was under duress. That's just—that's just not a ball you throw. You don't throw that. Yeah. Cluster, I want to stick with Jeff Sims for a second here, too, especially with running the ball. Nebraskans are used to seeing quarterbacks at least involved in the run game, especially as you think back to you know your teams and before with the option game. But it seems like Nebraska is putting more hits on its quarterback than the guys seemed used to take in the 80s and 90s, right? It seems like the running backs and the wing backs would do a lot of the work, but now it's just quarterback follow these lead blockers. Is this a sustainable way to run the quarterback like we saw with 19 carries from Jeff Sims last night? Well, I think it's sustainable because we had a quarterback, Tommy Frazier, who ran the ball quite a bit. It's just about your physicality. It's about your mindset. It's about your strength. It's about durability. And I believe that Jeff could have that. I, 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 I saw that in him last night. I mean, he's a pretty big guy. I mean, he's 6'4", 225. Like, he's a big guy. Now, I don't encourage you to take hits when you don't have to. And Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to go down on occasion so you can avoid unnecessary tackles and hits for sure. I do believe that they can run that quarterback. I, I mean, you've seen success in college football with that. I mean, we can go back and talk about, you know, we can talk about Tim Tebow. Uh, we can talk about, we, we can even talk about Johnny Manziel. I mean, Johnny Manziel ran for 1,400 yards, right? That wasn't, that wasn't too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as the play design is, is efficient and he's smart about his runs, it can be sustainable. I just feel like for him, his quarterback awareness on his progressions on throwing the ball has to get better. And and where they where it could get better is uh, honestly back in the '90s with Tommy Frazier, 
there was probably a first read, maybe second read, right? First read, maybe second read. And if it ain't there, baby, listen, it's either dumping it off maybe to a quarterback or, you, or to, a, to a running back or you're just going to run the ball. They need to make it very, very simple for him simple. where he's not yeah. sitting back there trying to go through a progression because he just – he ain't that kind of that quarterback. That ain't him. That ain't him. He ain't him. No, he's not that kind of quarterback. <laughs> he just isn't. I mean, even before he came to Nebraska, I think he had a high INT rate. And yeah, yeah. You know, you are who you are. I mean, that's – I just don't know if that's something you can improve on, again, unless it's a one – Maybe two play progression. One, one, one more question before we move over into the defensive side of things. There's some people on the uh, the stream line that are, are are throwing some things out there. Now, I have this question that I'm going to make specific. Uh, a lot of people are saying, "Why don't they move Jeff Sims to a receiver position?" Being that our receivers are pretty, they're not very strong right now, right? Um, I'm not going to say they're not ultimately strong. I think they they struggle with getting releases and also just creating space. When you have a quarterback that's not a, a guy who can throw it on a dime, that's that's going to be a problem. But some people are saying, why not move him over to the wide receiver position? I say, I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Class, how long do you go – in this observation, if this continues in the in the way that it is, the turnovers, the mistakes, the non the, the non movement, and it's strictly in the run that that we're seeing success before you go to a Harburg or you go to a Purdy, how long do you think you wait, or what what would it take to get you there? Well, that's a great question. You know, Coach Rule, I feel is a smart guy. I looked at offense and defense last night and I, I really saw a pretty good game plan on both sides of the ball so I, I really felt like they did a good job of planning that game and I think Minnesota was really pretty shocked at the the ability that Nebraska and, and what what they put on the field because they were you know, they were pretty equal in their physicality, and I thought that they were pretty – I thought that Nebraska was more talented, to be honest with you. They they looked like they had more talent. Um, Minnesota had some pretty decent – I say where, where Minnesota was, was clearly better, it was in their receiving core. For sure. Um, but defensively, I thought they matched up very well across the board. I think Coach Rule, he, he needs to – where you saw Harburg do a few things, I think you may need to flip the script and do some of that where you can give him um, a few series here and there uh, and just kind of get him used to the flow of the game and just kind of see what his decision-making would be like. Uh, he mm-hmm. has to do it because this – I think you will continue to see some of these unnecessary turnovers – because, like Strick, when we were talking last night, you can just kind of tell that's just who he is. You know, that's just who he is as a quarterback. Unless you change his – again, you got to change his progression where he's doing some play action and the guy is wide open. Play action, tight end, delay. Play action, uh, 10 and stops. You know, play action, D 
deep post. You know, like it, it has to be one of those deals where uh, he's not sitting in the pocket just trying to read. But I believe Strick, he's probably got another game. He's probably got a, one more game because I just don't see Coach Rule letting that continue. Yeah, I would have to he's agree got one with more you. Game. He's got one more game to turn it around. I felt that I felt that it was probably a, a couple. I thought if it got into those 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 uh, home games and this continued, that then I would probably start seeing a little bit more. I think he'd probably be able to get out of the Colorado game. Trig, let me ask you this: You trying to tell me if he throws three more picks against Colorado, he's going to start game three? No, I, I I don't think he does that bad against Colorado, but. I think he's going to still make mistakes. I just don't think he does as bad as he did this this game. No, it's I'm first asking game you, Rick. I'm saying no. I don't think he, he makes it. I don't think he makes it to game three. Colorado. Will he no. start game three? I don't think he makes it to game three if that happens. No. That's that. So that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if he if he has another game like this back to back, I think they definitely make a switch. If he yeah. shows. Some competitive competitiveness against Colorado, and he isn't making the same mistakes. I I think maybe they they'll stick with him for a little bit. Yeah. Turn it to the defensive side, class. Um, what on the defensive side of things that impressed you, uh, surprised you, or gave you a little bit of you know excitement for what's going on on that side of the ball? Uh, I did like Luke Reimer. I really felt like he stood out. Uh, I, I thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, their defensive backfield, I, I thought they did a really a pretty good job. I don't know who that number twelve is. I can't I can't think of his name. Omar Brown. Listen, I, <laughs> impressive, impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the strong mm-hmm. safety. I want to say is he number nine or number eight? Yeah, Singleton number eight. Lo- loved him. Like I I know that they. they 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 were supposed to maybe be a PI against him one time, but overall, I I thought they 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 held their own. Now it's extremely tough to cover a post corner on like the two three yard line like that. That's just real. I'm telling you, that is really hard to do. So I don't really that's pause not knock, pause I'm not knock pause that. pause. I got pushed back knock immediately. That. I'm not gonna knock that. I got pushed back, class, immediately. I got, I'm not going to knock it. No, here, here, here's why I knock it. Your outside leverage, I'm just going to show you what I saw. Your yeah. outside yeah, yeah, I leverage. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Your, your outside leverage, you had a linebacker dropped into the slot zone. I mean, into the slant zone. And you had another receiver that was just to your right about two yards. There's no way you give up a, a zag in that situation. You let him take it. You crowd that zone and and let that drop guy make Calic Manis have to throw a dime before to beat you, as opposed to giving up that outside. That, that's that's just that's listen. Just listen. Let me tell you something. Strict. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. As a DB, I know your natural reaction is to react on things. And this is going to take a little bit of time for him to make sure he knows his keys. Yeah. Make sure he knows where the help is without a shadow of a doubt. So 
on that, I give credit I to agree. that. I give. I credit. will agree. Yeah, I give you credit. now. I give you. I will agree with you on that, but I'm just saying the totality overall for most of the game. I, I, you know, with the exception of that play, I thought they held their own. I thought they did pretty good. I thought the D line. I didn't like the targeting where uh, the D line got thrown out. Like like that, they do. I feel like they need to go and reevaluate that in college football. Like guys don't need to get thrown out for that. I mean, it, it's. I think yeah, that was crazy. Game. It was the face mask. It wasn't even the crown of the helmet. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just think overall it cheapens the game, and uh, and obviously it hurts more when it's your team and it's one of your better players. That hurts. But overall, I did not think that their line overwhelmed our line. And, uh, you know, I, I did – I the offensive line definitely probably needs a if, – if if one of the things that need to be improved a little bit more is probably the O-line. The O-line is the only place I saw some real weakness. But the D-line, linebackers, DBs, overall, I mean, I'd, I'd give them – I'd give them a B. I give them at least a B, which which is which is good. That's good. Um, okay. They gave that team. They gave Nebraska a chance to win. They gave them a chance to win. They held them to three points for most of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was the two turnovers that put them in great field position. Minnesota yeah. in great field position is really what gave them the opportunity to win the game. Absolutely. Great stuff out of Cluster Johnson, two-time national champion. Thank you for joining us on the block for your perspective on the game on last night. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir. You all have a good one. There he is, Cluster Johnson, joining us. We're going to get out of here, get to a a short crossover or a long crossover. I'm sure they'll have some things to say. The old school crew, if they're in the building, Austin would only know. But we'll be right back, 93.7 The Ticket at TicketFM.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.